Oh, there we go, baby. Oh, was that was that more? That was everybody's good. liking. That was good. I'm hoping it comes not too fast. Chris calls me to be pops Kansas. How's that sound? Does that sound good? Is that, is that a good, good one? <laughs> is that too much? You know? No, no, it was good. Right. And you're not coming off as hot as last Saturday. Every time oh, I, I was, I was, I, I was, I was ready. I was wound up from the week before on that. Every set, every time I heard the podcast, you like because all these people listening around us, um, you come off so hot in that podcast. It's ridiculous. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for joining us here on a wonderful Saturday night. Uh, free game is starting strong. We got a little light on the table today, so it feels like we gotta get back to some whiskeys. Once we settle down on a back, you know, on a regular routine here, we gotta get gotta try some more whiskeys. Um, that the the Netflix show that we watched really had me wanting to try all the whiskeys, all the whiskeys. Um, but thank you, thank you again for joining us here. It's your first time listening. Uh, please. Check out another episode. 41 is one of my favorites. 42 was good. Chris is really loud in that one. Um, I'm loud in all of them. <laughs> 41, you really get to hear what Chris breathes like. Go, yes. yeah, go to uh, go to like episode 1, 2, maybe up to Ooh. 10, where Ooh. I say maybe like 15 yeah, words. So Chris like, is a very shy young individual. I don't call him the best color man in the business for nothing. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Uh, if, you, uh, this is, if you're coming back because you enjoy our podcast, we can't thank you enough. Or if you got something better to do in your life. Yeah. We appreciate it. You know, listen, hopefully you're getting a little bit of enjoyment out of this because we definitely love it. Um, check us out on Podcast S&P for Instagram and Twitter. You can reach us at the S&P podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we got t-shirts. We got all types of content. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Um, we still have t-shirts. We do. We have time. We have, we We're have, all out of stickers, but we still have t-shirts. Yeah, I got a couple stickers stuff. There we go. So we, we got to make sure we bring some to Philly this weekend. The boys, the Saturday Night Pre-Gamers, will be in Philadelphia this weekend. The S&PPers. I'm, 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 I'm ready for the second round of t-shirts. I got some good sayings to put on the second round of t-shirts. Yeah, no. We, we you know we got to get our website together first. And then so we can sell these shirts and not just have them sit in my my, my uh, bedroom. <laughs> You're not really selling people wanting to buy them if you've been in your bedroom. No you way. Listen, listen. Come on, friend. Um, so, boys. This is your first time listening. There's a few rules to the game. Uh, no, no swearing in the first 15 minutes. Because we're so bad, we're so great at getting on the YouTubes these days. Yes. 12 minutes and 30 seconds left in that. Oh, it's a good 30 minute intro, baby. I like it. Um, uh, it, the Saturday night pregame is is your typical pregame. It's guys getting together, friends getting together, ladies getting together, going over stories, going over the week. Things that are grinding your gears, things that you've heard that are kind of that make you make your week, past stories that you want to just uh, want to repeat for the pretty ninth much other, just random things. You weren't there for but yes, <laughs> for the ninth other time that you want to talk about. Uh, we have a bunch of fun here, and tonight I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I got <laughs> the grind your gear section might be an hour long. Right this podcast might literally just be grind your gears. Well, what, are we, what are you drinking here tonight? What's, what's on the what's on tap? So what's on tap tonight, Mr. Lynch, is oh, good catch, Patrick. Oh, and and our, our favorite guest who's oh, been good for a record time, six times. Six! With six, Pete. He's got he's six. Sexy Pepsi. He said seven words in six podcasts. He's, yes. He's, he's rocking and it hard. He's, he's, he's ready. He's got a few choice words for you tonight, Mr. Lynch. Yeah, but, okay, so tonight we're drinking... If he wants to tell it to me in the next 12 minutes, so that'd be preferable. If he does don't, don't do that, Pepsi. Know the rules, baby. Know the rules. Like, um, if you're guessing, break it. You got to do two shots. If, if, if he swears at a certain individual on the podcast, that individual he swears at has to do the shot for him. <laughs> so you better be a little nicer to him. You might want to be nice to him, friend. No, I do not accept those rules. <laughs> you don't get to, to decide. You don't get to choose, friend. Yet. So what I'm drinking tonight is one of Pat's 
probably the best thing pets ever brought into my life is a mix of summer shandy. That's the best thing, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Hands down. I'm even, I'm even questioning. Setting a real high bar yeah, here. Yeah. Summer shandy and uh, the Line and Kugel Berry Weiss. You mix them together. You get this unbelievable concoction that gives you 8% alcohol because if you put two beers together. And they're 4%. Percent, percent. It's it's all bad. Bad. Small beverages. Small beverages. Uh, I nuts. absolutely love it. I absolutely love it because you get two beers down like this. You're already feeling good. The pregame is set. Now you can open it up to wherever you want to go. But tonight, I went to a stop dead, everybody's favorite spot, Walmart. And, uh, I, you know, because we're going to Philly. So I had to get, you know, a little bit of the travel stuff. And I went to the Target, do you mind? That's not, that's, oh, it's, it's easy for you. And Target's a little step up. Walmart at 6 o'clock. Mine's very small, so it yeah, doesn't have the equipment that we're keeping. But you don't get the backwards people peer gets it. Holy Walmart. sweet baby rape. Uh, and I, I go to this Walmart <laughs> usually once every, once a month. And I'll stock up for stuff at the office for myself. And in the morning, at 7 o'clock, nobody. It's my, it's my Walmart. I own the place. I come there today at 7 o'clock. I was like, what is going on in this place? Do they have a rally cup going down the middle? Holy sweet baby rape. There is. So, I, and I get it because there's a uh, labor shortage. So, they have, you know, they have young. But it's nice to see kids working again. So, they have all the registers because you can't do self-checkout if you have alcohol. Because there's no one monitoring self-checkout. I sort of got, I saw a guy and a lady, a little bit suspect. Pretend to bring everything define, up. Define suspect. Like, suspect is like rat tail. Lady, okay. literally, I'm not, even, I'm, I'm not even making this up. I'm in the Walmart. I'm in the aisle. I'm looking at, like, the travel section. Mullet. Lady, lady walks by me. Nice I'm tattoos. That, so, no, her husband walks by me. Nice enough guy says, hey, excuse me. I'm like, oh, excuse me. So, I look up. And I look back. This dude, straight up, like, <coughs> like kind of crazy looking. Got a rat, like a rat tail. No joke. His lady friend walks behind, like, right next I'm not, I swear I'm not even looking at her at all. And she looks down at herself, and she's like, yeah, I look like a slut today. And I was like, 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 shell-shocked. She's like, Graham, like, I need, I just. be like, no, you look like an angel. <laughs> I literally grabbed, like. Peter drops everything in his hands. I'm done shopping for the day. So that set the stage for me. So I walk away. I let them get out of the aisle. I just, I can't, I can't be around this. I feel like I'm going to see some domestic stuff. I'm out. So, um. So then I go and I, I grab, I run over to the liquor section and I'm like, and they've got actually a very nice. Is this a grind your gears already here? No, 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 no. No, this is just how we got to Coors Beer. Okay. I, I was looking at the, they have a wonderful selection of, of, um, craft beers. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. After we got that Saison, like I'm, I'm, I was really enjoying the craft beers. I want to find one for tonight. And I was like, I'm not looking. I'm not reading anything. I saw what I've wanted to try for a while. Coors Beer. One grab pure lap beer, and what coarse beer is is Listen, organic hops, organic barley, and water, pure light beer, and no sugar. It is ninety-two calories, so it's not much. It's one hundred and ten for a regular. Yeah, I believe that's right. Look at the can. Ingredients is very simple: water, organic barley, malt, yeast, organic hops. That is really simple. So it's not going to taste good. I got a bad feeling. So as I open this up, Chris has got his, he's got a regular course. 102 calories. This oh, is 12 ounces. It's not either. It's not. Uh, it's huh? a little skinnier. Because you know why they did this? They want to make you feel like you're skinny. You know what did it say? They, they barely ran out of their stupid. They, 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 put the reserve. Their, they had all these coarse seltzer cans that they thought they were going to get rid of coarse, coarse seltzers were going to run you know out. This, I'll, I'll let you guys decide. That's, you know, Chris, that's probably not, not half incorrect about the can thing. Mm. It smells like feet. Wait, don't. You always go two sips before you give an opinion. Mine has 
with all this wax on it. Sorry, I got a little excited in the car. Oh, Tastes okay. a little um, fuller, like banquet beer. Yeah, I went exact. I went right to the banquet beer. Tastes more like a Coors than a Coors Light. That's what I was thinking, but I like it. It's not bad. I would. I. I mean, I'm not. I like I'm, it better than the Hellas thing we had last week. Yeah, no, that was garbage. That, that didn't taste like anything. Pepsi, would you like to try a coarse beer? Oh, okay, great. Here, let me open you up. Would it be a team player, Pat? I mean, he didn't say anything last year, but he had the biggest smile on his face. Yes. And he's like, "Feed me, come on, feed me the coarse." Well, you know, Chris McGraw likes a good coarse. And listen, I, I don't know. If I mean, saying. I'm drinking coarse pure light and what beer. Do you think of, what, and coarse light. Where's the coarse light? The other one. Right there. Can I? Can you hand me that? I want to see what the taste does. But hey, coarse. Here we go again. We're doubling it up this week. We're doubling it up. We're, we're tasting. We're, we're we're even testing your new products here. We would tell you if it was garbage. So I don't know why you guys haven't thought. Let's sponsor the Saturday Night Game Podcast. You're not sponsoring any of the podcast. Let me try that. Let me try that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Oh, I don't. Yeah, there, there's, you're not beating the original. There's just no beating the original. It just it, it tastes me more like a chorus than a yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know it's, I know it says light beer, but it doesn't. It tastes it doesn't it's taste as light. Yeah, it, it tastes like they took the regular one and just put like water in. Can I tell you a story? I'm sure. That's what we're here for. Max and our secret what? text message chain that that is excluded. Pat um, sent us a picture today that literally. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get on the at the wedding. I'm getting on the mic and I'm gonna talk to all. Of you guys <laughs> about this. My my heart. Secret time no more. My heart sinks. I'm I'm working with a client. And I see my phone going ring and I, I go I go to and it, so after you know I'm off the phone. When was I, this? Uh Tuesday. Monday, I think. Oh um, Monday. I think it was yeah, because I was Monday. with you, I think. No, uh yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You told me the other day. Huh? Yeah, because I told him Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we oh so you so you know but so I, I go through and I literally see the picture. Uh in Philadelphia right now, they have a shortage of Coors lights. Oh, no, they actually, yeah, I think that may have been Tuesday, yes. Yes, and it was they have a shortage of Coors Lights. You could only have one per case, one case per customer, and there was only one case on the shelf. And I get it, that's it's very specific of that area maybe, but it sank my heart if Philly's in a shortage. So it sounds like we're going to be doing Smokey the Bandit tonight and start load them up and just drive, drive across the mission. Everybody in that text message chain was like, the McGraws are going to literally pack, the, they're not packing clothes, they're packing Coors Lights. Checking, yeah, checking yes. cores, cores like his. And I, I was like, like uh, uh-uh. can, can you, can you, can you, the worst, can you check a keg? Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was, I was to text Kevin. Kevin's driving. Kevin, your car is going to be full of oh, beer. We'll take the kid. We'll take yeah. the kid. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if that didn't work out, Joe Keneally was renting a car. His ass would have been driving to New York, yes. to Washington, D.C., to Baltimore. He'd gotten all to the Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> We're going to get him to New Hampshire. All the cores like everything. But I, I literally, legitimately was like, oh, this is going to be tough. Uh, it's gonna be tough. They do have a uh, I always, I always Yuling. It. Yuling, Yuling or something like that. I always say it's yeah. like Yingling, but it's not right. I think that may actually be the correct pronunciation. They have a, they have a new, they have a new light version of it. It's called Flight. I've never heard of it. It's a good. It's, it's, they don't sell. They don't sell it. It's kind of like the Spotted Cow of the East Coast. Yeah. Okay. So, so we definitely have to put that one on the list. Yeah. Uh, Frank, Frank brought back some when he went to his, his brother. That's my idea. What do you think? It's good. It's, it's, like, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a lighter. It's kind of like this actually. Okay. So back to my my Walmart story. That's that's like the chorus pure in case for those of you who can't see us right now. <laughs> so so to finish Peter's story, it was only the glass bottles that you could get one case of. They still had cans. Woo! Yeah, I'm crisis a, averted. I'm a. I'll take it. I'll take. You know, I'm nervous. I'm really. I don't know how Max's wedding's gonna go, but every wedding I've been to is usually 
It's either Bud Light, Budweiser, or Miller Light, MGD. It's I've not been in a lot of weddings since been Coors Lights. Gavin had a, an interesting selection of beer. At his, yeah, know. but he got it. He got it done by. He bought his own beer. Yeah, but he did it by uh, Costco. <coughs> oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't recall. I don't had. think Costco at the time had Coors Light. They yeah. only. I think they were only selling Bud Light and Miller. Light. He had some other like he had some craft beers I'd never seen. Before. Yeah. Like local. Stuff. Not right. Not right. <coughs> right um. But yeah, to finish that story. Well, I'm only gonna have Coors Light in my wedding if I ever get married. Oh. It's just gonna be Coors Light. When you get married. You know who got married? Mark Norman. Okay. Ooh, great <laughs> I great love, segue there. You guys, you got, you guys got to start listening to Tuesday sto- with stories. Mark Norman and um, what's hey, Jokingly's not here tonight. We're not. No, we're, we're, not, we're not. Dive, we're not diving into you yeah, guys listen, talking about podcasts, other podcasts, and this podcast talking to other people. Is, right? This podcast we're focusing is on the S and P podcast. It's here. phenomenal. And if you're not listen, listening, all I do is watch. Right now is watch Gordon Ramsay. Yell at people on on House Kitchen. All I I listen to is Jerry Lawler and Sting's podcast, The King of the Sting. It's really good. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I just watch Gordon Ramsay yell at people, call call him an idiot sandwich. Chris, me and Chris are such different people. He he loves like when there's drama or confrontation in shows. I love no no. I just love Gordon's fake. I love Gordon's fake. That's all fake. But I love how he screams at people. I I just like watch. I like like I don't like we can't quote it for another time. One at a time. One at a time. We can't quote it for another minute thirty though. I don't like cringe, like worthy stuff like that. Like I don't like the. I like I just wa- like watching him. Like somebody's like cooking something, and he's like, "Guys, it's bleeping raw. It's bleeping raw." <laughs> oh, you like, watch Hell's Kitchen? I like the one where he like yeah, goes yeah. in and like fixes the restaurant. No, Hell's Kitchen. The, that that's the best. Where he's got like all these like really good chefs, and like I just feel too bad for people. Like I can't stand when people get yelled at. It kills me. Like it, it, they need to be better. Like. Um, it'd be like Kim being you're like you're trying to coddle this generation again. <laughs> um, no, that we can get into that too. Um, but that's another grind your beer. No, uh, I like when I'm watching Oz. Like I, I can't stand like it's all like bad, bad things. It's just literally like bad thing. No, the uh, the prison show. It's just bad thing after bad thing. I'm like, there's no levity in this. Like life is bad enough. Like I don't like watching shows where it's all bad, bad, yeah, bad. Prison's bad, not bad. fun, Peter. It's not supposed no, to be fun. You're right. I get that. So that's why I stopped watching it. I can't stand bad. Like, I don't want to watch people, like, just, like, the worst feeling in the world all day. Like, it's just, I don't know. Some people do. Some people, maybe their life is perfect. My life kind of sucks. I don't need it to be worse with a little bit of a, a bad TV show. You got accosted at Walmart today. That's why. Still got to watch Justified. That's a good show. Justified? Yeah. It's right. on the list. And now back to your Walmart story. Where we've barely <laughs> gotten off the stand. So, I don't, I don't know how this ended. I don't know where we're ending it. But I was just saying that there's a bunch of kids now. And with you out. buying Coors Pure. Yes. There's a bunch of kids. Out there's a bunch here. of kids working at Walmart. And you got to check the self-checkout because if there's, cause there's usually nobody working there. So if you get alcohol, you're standing around until somebody decides to walk over. You're like, hell, hell. I need the Red Power Ranger. Hell, hell. So I, I went to the checkout line. And I look at all three checkout lines. None of them are that busy, but they're all children. And I was like, So you got, oh. so you got the 21 check anyway? So either way you're waiting? Yeah. 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 But, so then I'll grind my gear. Is the manager, guy in front of me, has Modella. I, so I should have the Especial or the Negro? Especial. I strategically placed my course peer right next to his Modella, thinking, This guy is a manager at Walmart. He's smart. He's got this. You Wrong! Been to, you've been to Walmart, right? 
scans the Modella. Did he go on break afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like he did. Because this poor lady was like, she went this way, and then she went right, and then she went left. And no, I'm no, like, no, no, there's another, there's another. He's gone. He's not coming back, guys. It's, it's, it's and then I didn't know. But so that's the awkward moments. You say, hey, buddy. I'm gonna be. Just give me a sec. I would have been. I'd be like, "Where are you going?" I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna be two minutes, buddy. But then, then you're that kind of guy who's like, you're kind of trying to tell. Him. I felt like I was trying to tell him because I've worked. I worked. He's not gonna spin your course light. It's already That's sealed true. up, baby. That's true. And it's uh-huh. Walmart. You ain't going there that often. If I was that cash register lady, I just would have went to the bathroom and never came back and let you just walk out with everything. But that's what I think one person did was like they were just tired, and I so here we go. This my night was my night took some turns in Wildwood. So when I went over by went over by the check self checkout. So you, you went, went in the line and then went back to self checkout. No, no. So I'm sitting. There, so I went and checked out the self checkout, and I saw these people like as I'm walking because you have to walk past the self checkout to get to the with the because I saw there was no one in there. So then I see these people like kind of scanning some stuff and then just start walking out. And one of the managers walking this way caught the whole thing and chases them out. And I'm like, well, this dude's about to get just stopped off. Same people that I met, in, the lovely people I met in the alley. The lady dressed as a slut. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. Her words, not mine. Yes, her <laughs> words, definitely her words. I'm, this guy's going to get stomped out. I need to buy alcohol. I'm never leaving this beautiful store. This is where I'm going to live forever. Well, <laughs> you know, if you're going to stuck somewhere, being in a Walmart, there's a lot no, of, right. there's there's a lot of food. food. You know what? You Plenty of alcohol. Just hide out in the outdoors. There's like spot. 90 TVs. You can watch all the NFL games. That's true. Um, so then, so then, you know, I get I finally get everything. I'm on my road. <laughs> on the road to Pat's house. I get off at Lawrence. And there's a bum fight. Nice. nice. Oh, not good. And I'm thinking in my head. Like, like, are we talking like backyard, backyard boxing? We're not talking boxing yet. But you could tell these two people were fighting for turf. Like, one guy touched the other guy, won't push the other guy. I love a good turf war. Yeah. One guy was a little bit bigger. They were, it would have been an even match. I'm talking, like, we're talking TJ Dillashaw. Did you pull over and get the popcorn? I, you know what sucked? There's a guy behind me beeping. I was like, man, we got, can we Come just, on, look to the left, buddy, we, to the left. Can we just, can we just see what's going to happen? Do we need to call the cops? I mean, I was, and then I literally after that, I just text, I, I text Lauren and I'm like, the world is kind of crazy. Like, oh, you should, the, the world is a little crazy. There, 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 there was some kind of thing going on over here at the, at the U-Haul thing the other day. I went by one of the grocery store. Oh, there's two guys kind of like squaring up. And when it came back, there was like a cop car there. And they're going to talk to each other. I'm like, what, the, what did I miss over here? <laughs> just should have stopped at that light. <laughs> <on the fire. laughs> you should have seen the psychopath that me and Patrick are on our way to Pat's here. And we're coming from, we're coming down the back road here from the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, and there's this guy in this, like, Jeep, and he's just, like, tailing me. So, like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? And, like, he, like, he's, like, trying to get around me, but can't because there's cars coming the other way. There's a little viaduct over here where it splits and you can go two ways. The guy literally gets the viaduct and guns it and just, like, almost takes our the, our car out and almost ends up in somebody else's car. Like, he would have ended up in somebody's yeah. front, front window the way he was flying and somehow corrected. I'm like, where the hell are you going? Where are you there? going? Yeah. Yeah. That's down the side yeah. street. There was a guy messing with a cop car. Like, this morning, I'm driving, after I got a haircut, which I want to tell you a story that he told me. Oh, really? I'm driving, and there was a guy tailing a cop car, like, on his butt. Well, I was just like, dude, are you, like, just does not care. Like, I don't know if he, he doesn't like the cops. Like, it's like the one thing in your mind, the one thing you know is that you're telling these guys, if they get out and get pissed. You know they have guns. It's not like it's yeah. not like it's not like yeah, it's a guessing yeah. game. Like, yeah. oh, do I flip this guy off and then he stops the car and gets out and shoots at me, or do I just let him go? Now yeah. it's like, well, those guys if, if they stop the car and they get out, you know they got guns on. Yeah, yeah. you know the guys. Over at that point. 
No, he was talking about the cops. Yeah, Thanks for oh. paying attention. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, so I was at, I was getting a haircut today, and I, so the morning he seemed kind of like yes. out of it, right? He was he was he was a uh, he was a little not as cheerful self. Today. <clears throat> he was like kind of depressed almost. Yeah, like, okay. he came back from vacation with it probably. He's a little sad. Yeah, no, he no his vacation probably dragged him through life because he had to stay home with his kids and go to the pools and yeah. stuff. He didn't seem very happy. I also might have and, and we might have. It was me, the guy next to me, and uh, Sandro. Sandro's Barbershop, if you're in Chicago, the best. He's legitimately one of the best. He's now got, you got to make reservations online. It's a little more expensive, but the dude's uh, top notch. And um, we're getting a haircut. You know, I'm getting a haircut and we're talking. And we're just, and it, it was a it was a, uh, a whiny fest. Like, we were just all talking smack about, like, COVID, people, the world, blah, 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 blah. But then, he, so he's like, and I think one of the reasons he was upset was on Saturday. And he, the, and the reason I'm bringing this up is if you're this type of person, please reevaluate your life. Like, seriously. So a guy came in. So this, this guy is super busy. He has reservations only. It's great because you just pick your time. You go there. You get your hair cut. You leave. Side, yes. side note, I think the uh, when I walked in, that lady that walked in with the two kids, I think she was literally just a walk-in. Like, she just walked in off the street and got lucky that. No, I don't think so. He, she he, he said he'll, that he'll she walked walk, in. He'll take walk-ins if there's a gap yeah. or if someone cancels. She said, oh, like, okay. yeah, she's like, he asked, like, he was in the middle of my beer trim. He's like, how'd you hear about this? She's like, oh, you know, we live in the neighborhood. And he's like, oh, I'm really sorry about, like, you not being able to. He's like, oh, no, I just took, like, a shot on a walk-in and whatnot. So I think oh, she literally okay. walked, yeah. He, but he did say that. And there's a, there's a waiting list mm-hmm. for walk-ins. So this guy came in on a Saturday. So haircut place, what do you think one of the busiest days are? Friday, Saturday? Saturday. 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 There's got to be Saturday. Saturday, okay. Saturday, Saturday or, afternoon. Or Friday afternoon, probably. Okay, so Saturday afternoon, this guy walks in and says, I want a haircut. And if you don't book a week or two weeks in advance, you're not, unfortunately, you're not going to get a spot there. So, so Sandra's like, hey, I apologize. He showed him the app, said, hey, you got to put a sign up where you can go down the waiting list. And the guy's like, he's like, no. Like, pissy storms away. Goes on Google and rates him a one star. And was like, I, I came for a haircut. I didn't have a, an appointment. I was turned away. And it's like, that's honest. Like, okay, yeah. Sorry, you don't have an appointment. So you gave him one star. And in my head, and like, we're just talking about it. But in my head, I'm like, this person, like, has no common courtesy or anything. Like, hey, you're coming in on a Saturday. You just just because you need a haircut and it's busy. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the you're the only person that needs a haircut. Like, hey, stop everything. I'm entitled. There's yeah, a the lot of entitlement. entitlement. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And, and 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 maybe this is maybe this is on PC. It's not you know. But I just I I really I think people need to talk about this more. Like, hey, not everything's gonna be perfect. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and and for people who rate, go on Google. Google doesn't resolve on yes. you. Can can we just say that out loud? Like, hey, sometimes it's not gonna work out. I you know. Me and Chris almost didn't get a haircut, and it's nobody else's fault but ours. Yeah, we literally we yeah. got lucky that we went on Sunday, and there was nobody booked for Thursday morning. Ah, uh, that's a, that was a real grind my gear when I heard that. I'm like, this poor guy's trying. And this guy started the business, working his butt off, and one star reviews. Some people see that, and they just like, okay, he's got a one star review. I'm not coming. Well, it's like, what is it? You go look at like some people who do like accounting, like we do, and they they have their own like Yelp and like Google reviews and everything, and. People get pissy because they don't like the price. They expect you to do it for like, yeah. oh, my return's not that hard. It's that it's it's this easy. You can do that's, it for like that's the problem, yeah. exactly. It's just like yeah. you expect like oh, we're just gonna be a lot of grind my gears, boys. There was a good one I read. I I was I was on like a webinar or something. Like I was watching some CP continuing education crap. So I went to Chai for the first time in like 
like three years. And like the first one, the one that came up. Remember when that used to be the thing? Yeah. I used to But I went there just because like like I'd been on Bleacher Report, I'd been on ESPN, there was nothing good on either one. So I'm like, what can I do? So I went to check. Like the first one was like this lady and she was having a wedding and she wanted this guy to like 3D print like these like little wagons and put like name, like they were like almost like name placers. And like the guy's like, well, you know, this is like, he like kind of explained to her how much it was going to cost. And she's like, can't you just do it for me as a wedding gift? And he's like, well, listen, I'm going to be like, I got two printers. You're going to be taking up all my time. It's going to take 10 and a half hours. This is what's going to cost. And I'm getting like, he like labeled yeah. it out. Like this is what it would cost me if I, if, if I just didn't do it for cause. Does he know this person? Huh? He know he knows one of her friends. He doesn't like know her personally. And she's like, like he's like explaining to her, it's like, I'm giving you a deal. Like it I'm literally cutting the cost in half. Like it's four thousand dollars. You're getting it like less than cost. It's gonna cost me time and money more to yeah, do it. Yeah. And this lady's like she's like, Well, why can't you just like that's too much? No, 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 no. And like she wanted it for free. And like this guy wasn't even going to the wedding. He wasn't in the wedding. He wasn't invited to the wedding. Just get to me. And like, I'm sitting there looking That's at this. you just stop texting those people. No, but then like, he's like, but he was just trying to be professional, very nice. Yeah. He's like, very nice. I said, like, she like went off the deep end. I was like, you're an asshole. You shouldn't be trying, you're trying to rip me off. You're here wedding. You're taking advantage of me. Like, he like explained all this stuff out. Yeah. And like, she's like, keep ripping into him. He's like, you know what? Forget this. You know what? If you want this done, it's going to cost you $8,000 now. Like, he literally's like, I, I tried giving you a deal. You didn't want to take it. $8,000. That's my price now. Yeah. She, oh, I was just like, you're going to $9,000 now, baby. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the, the Rick and Morty skip from the, the, say it again. Ten, uh, ten, ten, yeah. uh, ten weeks. What, a year. Yeah. A year and a half. Say, say another word. I'll hold you in contempt. Suck my dick. <laughs> a day. Suck my dick again. A oh, year. Real passion. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Your mama. <laughs> Ten, ten years. Ten years. Wow, that is That's good. Real quick shit. Wait, well, okay, so what is that? So, oh my god. If you're if you're a fan of the Saturday Night Pre-Game, and you're a fan of Rick and Morty, this is something that if you're having it, a rough day, oh, that's good. and you want to go write, write a one-star review, do this instead. Go look up the uh, Rick and Morty court case, something about like, if somebody versus like the state of Alabama. It's, I don't know what it was. I think it's Alabama. Cool. The Why would Atlanta be? Atlanta's not a state. I didn't sir. think anything was a state. But anyways, <laughs> I, I know Atlanta's not a state. <laughs> Are you know. sure? I don't know. You're 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 kind of confused. Got that glazed over look on your face. Right <laughs> so it's a pure beard. It hits you. It hits you hard. <laughs> okay. So do we want to go? We got a few routes. We this can is go kangaroo with. court, sir. This is kangaroo court. Um, grind, we gotta we gotta get the grinder gears out of the way. Um, I got a few things. Well, doesn't Pat Lynch have one? We can get, we'll get to it at the end. Now that we're past 15 minutes, I can get to it, yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat Lynch likes to, to bring in my happy parades with that good grind my gear in the middle. Um, do we want to talk about the, uh, me and Chris want to talk about the Netflix show, The Heist. I'm going to say a nap, you guys call when it's over. The Pappy, the Pappy, this is, it, it's, it was only funny. I am Sheriff Buford Team Justice. <laughs> so, uh, that Sheriff Pat, we'll give, you a little, we'll give you a little insight into it. So we watched episode one of The Heist. On Netflix, the the Pappy uh, Pappy Gate in Kentucky, right? Yes, in Kentucky, Frankfort, Kentucky. Frankfort, That's where Kentucky. all the good ones are. Where <coughs> Buffalo Trace, Wild Turkey, and then there's one other one. There is one other one. I can't think of who it is. It's not. Oh, what's the? Um, it's not Jack Daniels. No, no that's uh, yeah, yeah, it's Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Because that's got a, that's a great Jason LD song. Um. Wait, what is the other one? It's it's wild turkey. 
Buffalo Trace, and there's one more. No, I'm just saying. Jimmy. They played over one from the Atlanta thing. Jim Bean? I don't know if Jim Bean's from Frank. It might be. Okay, we'll figure that out. We're going to Google it. We're going to Google it right now for you. We're going to hit the NBA trade machine up. They start talking to this guy. And it starts off with this young this young man who's um, in this softball league, and uh, he's loving life. He's a um, warehouse worker at everybody works at a whiskey distillery in Frankfurt, Tennessee, or well, Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve. Um, so everybody works at a whiskey distillery in Frankfurt, uh, Kentucky, and and their big their big pastime is softball. So they play softball and drink whiskey back. And this is before bourbon was a thing. Yeah. This so they life. were just taking uh Pappy and Winkle bottles home. Yeah, they, you it was it was customary for people yeah. just to take so, yeah, liquor take a home. Like you need a you need a bottle for the yeah. weekend, take a bottle, it's not a big deal. Like it course. They were, light, yeah, they were drinking. You, get, you had an allotment of like one case. you have like a or, or a Miller light, you have like an allotment of a case of, a week or so or a day. Like you can take. And still nobody takes it. <laughs> uh, me and Chris would be. Let's like. Well, if I was at Miller Coors, I'd be. I'd six pack of Coors. Like day, I'd be, is it Miller Coors? Is yeah. it, what's the other one? Coors. Uh, Molson. Yeah. Who's that? Coors Molson owns Miller Coors. Oh really? Wow. Okay. Canada owns Miller Lite. Like the Rocky Mountains. You do. That's a big like a monopoly. Those beer companies. There's like three big beer companies. Yeah. Well, the InBev is the giant one. But that into the monopoly is bad. What happened? This is it's not supposed to be like that. This is Donald Trump America. Well, yeah. they're they're like in different continents, so okay. And that in Germany. It works. Got it. Um, Canada, that one's in Canada, so the U.S. really can't regulate those two that much. So like, hey, XO, XO, you know. <laughs> so we go back to our story. Um, and so these guys are living life, having a good time. He meets this wife, this lady. They get married. They have a couple kids. The wife says, "You're done with softball." So this man's life becomes... So he starts grinding his gears on a podcast about how he can't play softball anymore. Yes. Hates his life. Yeah, hates, hates his life. life. Because it's work, kids, sleep, work. Work, Work kids, at home. Sleep. Work at home. Well, that sounds like a personal choice so far. Yes. Hating his life. Loves his kids. Loves his wife. Wants, to play, like soft, like wants to play softball. Wife won't let him. Just wants one hobby. Well, one hobby. Can't have it. Man would like a hobby. But his wife It's like that one hobby. time we are at Frank's wedding... And that guy wants mashed potatoes, and, and his lady friend wouldn't let him have the mashed potatoes. That's and he just wanted mashed potatoes. Now it's his wife. Now it's wife. Wow, poor decision making on his part. Yeah, no argument there. But he's. I feel like he's gotten some more mashed potatoes because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Married, and he's like now. Now what? Yes. Yeah, now, potatoes. Um. Okay. So then this guy. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. How did he? Change from softball. Oh, oh get a buddy get, come get over. A buddy come over and they try and whiskey. Yeah, like, and he loved he loved the pappy. Gave him a thousand dollars for each two for two. He, bottles. You know, the guy literally just gave him the two bottles. Like here, like oh, I don't yeah, want to yeah. get into this. He just get he had two bottles of pappy. Gave it to him. The guy this, came, does this guy work for Buffalo Trace? Yes. yes. Yep. And so then the guy came back the next day with like a thousand dollar wad of cash. Just threw it on the table and gave it to him. He's like, if this guy ever wants, if you ever get more, uh. If you ever get any more, here's his number. He's distracted by the footsie going on under here. Yeah, he's kicking I said you? Yeah. I thought it was this dumb dog. No, you're a king of the... I was like, trying to get some leg in here. 
So, so on the, we have a we have a small table. Me and Chris are both six foot and above. It's not a small table. You two are just too tall. Okay, um, we got long we got long legs here, and I'm trying to get a little bit of leg room. But so you're right. Yes. Yeah, so, and then so then he's like, "Wow, I'm making some money." Yeah. And he also like that feeling of like, "I got yeah, a guy yeah, helping people out and yeah. stuff like that." Somebody, people like somebody, people. Somebody saying, "I got a guy," which I think was kind of a crock of crock of crap. He liked the money. He was making money. I'm not gonna lie. I'll tell you what the crock of crap is. What when we get what in a minute, second when we get oh, yeah. with the story. The who you crapping segment here now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who you crapping? Well, if you watch this first episode, there's one yes. moment where there's a real who's crap. Who, who you crapping, crapping this moment? But no, seriously, this guy was like he was all about like I just like I like being the guy. People like it, and so they went from like you know grabbing a couple of bottles, Pat. To taking fucking barrels. Barrels. I mean, just loading up trucks. Are these, are these barrels like finished barrels? Yes. Yeah, they're yeah, like full. Wild turkey. They don't know what's in. Like, yes. What's in because they black it out. But like, they're just, they're so, taking So they're barrels. selling wild turkey as Pappy. Yeah. But, and, and then he's got this crackhead friend who steals a truck, truckload, like. Of Eagle, Eagle Rare. Eagle, Eagle Rare 10, 10-year whiskey. So this is why I can't find these goddamn whiskeys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. What happened was, is like. Anthony Bourdain came out. I was like, Pappy yes. Van Winkle's great. And then everybody's like, oh, I got to follow his fucking rules. And yep. justify they're drinking like Pappy, like it's like uh, gone. The internship they're drinking, Pat, that was their thing to go. Um, but so, so they don't get caught. Somebody steals like 19 bottles. Or 195 pump. bottles or something. Like 200 so bottles pigs or something. get fat yeah. and hogs get slaughtered. And it sounds like. Don't get me started. We're getting there. So. So these this this a uh, two hundred bottles of Pappy Van Winkle go missing, and the cop now this sheriff this the county sheriff sheriff Buford T Justice is, is that really his name no no but he looks like Jackie Gleason yeah okay. and but this guy loved the, the camera this guy huh the diabetes guy yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have he doesn't have the mustache no mustache no, no, I, no mustache. I envision this guy looking like that guy this guy loved a camera as probably as much as Jackie Gleason. He li- he likes the camera as much as I like Corey's light. Yeah, wow. and yeah. so this guy's like, I gotta figure this out. So you, you pet 195 bottles go. There's they put a ten thousand dollar reward up. You say to yourself, I've made a good amount of money on this. Call it a day. This dumb dumb's like, I'm never getting caught. Doesn't stop. It's still continuing to steal barrels of wild turkey. So is he just like walking? Is he rolling it out of the house? Onto a pickup! Yeah, and the last scene is him tipping off a security guard with him coming out with like 12 barrels of... And this isn't, this is like 2012, right? Yeah, 13, 13. They didn't, you're right, did they not have cameras? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Did they not have cameras in Kentucky? Like, what? This is ridiculous. Um, So that's where it kind of ended. And this guy, and when they show his family, this dude's buying boxes of like Did he get toys. For this? Not yet. We don't know where it's going to go. We don't know what happened. Oh, there's multiple episodes. Yeah, there's, there's two. two episodes. Yeah. Okay. So next, next. So, no, so like I can watch this one and catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, but it's also very, it's it's really <laughs> interesting because like you can kind of tell like how crime happens. Like you get a little taste, a yeah, little more like, taste. Yeah, it's like yeah. Little, like, now you're you're some whiskey collaborate that everybody's like, I got a guy, I got a guy, I got a guy. So now you got to fill all these orders. Yeah, he's he's feeling great. Like I'm I'm this guy. Everybody needs something from me. Like and all this weird shit. And, and where it like, starts is like where you're you know you're allowed it. Like they're they're thinking like, all right, this guy can have a bottle or two, and so it's easy. You could do it. And instead, well, now, the other problem is like he they were given they they probably they, there was no issue with it when they were first doing it because you couldn't sell it. Yeah, you couldn't sell it. Pappy used to be. Dust on a bottle. Yeah, because nobody was selling 15-year bourbon. And then, 
something one person comes out with it and now it's selling for like a thousand dollars a bottle. Yeah. So the real so the real moment, the who's your crapping moment is who are you crapping? We come, we're say, I'm sitting there watching this episode and they're like they asked the guy and said, Nah, I had nothing to do with the missing Pappy bottles, like two hundred missing Pappy bottles. And like then like they just keep the camera on him, he's like he's like twitching, like looking away, like doing all this weird stuff like Oh yeah. And I'm like that motherfucker did it. <laughs> you can end it right now. Here's the guy who stole 200, 200 bottles. I love his one buddy who's got three empty, what was it, High Life cans sitting next to him the whole the whole time. Like, what is this guy doing? Like, you're not giving off like the vibes. Like, you're not some shady whiskey stealer. <laughs> Come on, it's a champagne of beers. It's classy. Dude, Sean. Nah, I had nothing to do with yeah. stealing those beer, those bottles. And then, and then you're just like, keep, keep the camera on him. Like, he doesn't realize the camera's still on him. Like, <laughs> so it's like the guy it's like the guy the jinx guy who's like yeah of course I killed him all yeah <laughs> the the other part of it was they, they kind of talk about his softball career and how they roided it up yeah. for just one, straight wait, up is this 12 or 16 inch 12 uh, no 16 they were hands oh was it because yeah. every time they made sound like when they hit the ball it sounded like they I were mean, hitting I mean, off I mean bad no, speed, no, but they didn't have gloves on I mean bad speed, sure? yeah. bad speed is not important in the softball I mean, you got to be right because they were trying to hit people with the yeah. softball, and they were like aiming for nuts. Yes. I was like, yeah. But they, but they were ta- they were like doing steroids and stuff for softball. Yeah. But this guy had he had played for the love of the game, yes, Peter. There you go. That's what I'm saying. So this guy definitely he didn't had, want to hit it 500 feet. He wanted to hit it 550 feet. Yes. Exact quote from that from that show. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So these guys were it's all about vanity for them. Like you could have stopped. You made a ton of money. Call it a day, but you just can't stop when you're... You know what my other favorite thing is? It's like he's introducing all his friends, and he's like, this guy, Sean. Yeah, it's a good-looking guy. I'm not gay, but he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. And it's like, why is... Like, we well, saw yeah, why Richard, do you have to say that? Yeah. yeah, It's like Richard Jewell, and you're like... he's like His whole entire purpose... Like, he's going to get indicted for... Yo, you the movie? I saw the... I saw, like, a documentary on so, yeah, yeah, the movie's... Like, I know what you're talking the, about. Yeah, yeah, the movie's the movie's a little probably, like Chris is saying. Yeah. It's, it's uh, probably, like... Hopped up for Hollywood, yeah. but like one part when he's in the funniest it, part is like he because they thought he was they, they well, that poor guy got his life ruined. Sure. Yeah, but he literally went into the meeting. He's like, <coughs> I just want you guys to know that I'm not gay. Yeah, and that's like he's like, they think I'm gay. He's like, dude, they think you were the guy who do the bomb. No, you're no, hung I don't up. Think I'm gay, man. They think <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> he's hung up on me. This is the real problem yeah. with this thing. Yeah. It's, it's totally okay. It's 1996, man. You're fine. No, it is not. They need to know. I'm a bomber, not gay. <laughs> Your priorities are not good here, man. Your priorities are not good here. You're all over the place here. Richard. Are you Richard. afraid that you're going to go to jail? Is that the problem here? <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Uh, but I, I do I do recommend it. I think that the documentary on this one's a little weird. Like, it's kind of all over the place. Like, I really think you could have focused on... Like, I don't know. They kind of, like, played up it. Like, they, I don't know what... Like, It I was weird where... to me. Like, it wasn't very... Well, like, we don't know how they were taking... Like, they were just walking out with bottles, like... Or... They, like, I, they show, like... Yeah. like They show, like, uh, like a reenactment of them breaking into a gift shop and taking yes. display bottles. And then, how is your fingerprints not everywhere? Yeah, like... like I mean, like, how, how is there, is there no camera... Cameras? Yeah, how is there no camera in the display shop that they can be like, eh? Or how does nobody see that, like, 25 bottles... Or, like, four bottles of whiskey are gone... The day before. Chris, this is Kentucky in 2012, man. They didn't get cameras until well, 13. Actually, actually, they didn't have colored TV till 13. It's actually like 2005 when they were doing this. Yeah, exactly. Really Even worse. They were back in the Stone Age, basically. They had to get up to walk across the TV to change the channel. <laughs> um, 
I, I'm interested to see where it goes, though. Like, how they actually got caught. Because the, the end of it is they stole a crap ton of, like, a lot of Pappy. Like, not 200 bottles, like... All the Pappy? Yeah, all the Pappy. All the Pappy Pepsi. So I wonder if you could get a copy, or, like, a bottle of one of those stolen Pappies. Like, if they could, you know, tie it. And if that's Probably can. Like, they, they usually know where, they usually, like, something on there is indicated where it was. Like, yeah. Bottle, what, what barrel or whatever was that. Um, this brings me to a kind of a, a, a but it wasn't bottled. You said, or they just sell bottles. They oh, yeah. barrels. Oh no, they had cases they of bottles. Or what? No, no, I don't know what they did with the barrels. I think they used to sell the barrels wholesale mm-hmm. for like five grand, and then because then people were like, "I'm a yeah, fucking um, <laughs> a barrel, a barrel of whiskey. whiskey." That was like a thing. Like he brought a barrel of whiskey to softball games. Like it's it's so weird. Like, Sounds like these are some lit softball games. I tell you that's what. A, yeah. I mean, if I had a couple of glasses of Pappy, I'm not playing softball. I can tell you that right now. No, I'm in, and then first of all, I'm gonna enjoy some Pappy. I mean, uh, that reenactment where they like uncorked the one barrel yeah. and they were like, they were just putting cups under it after a softball game. Where we like methodically like, measure out whiskey. Yeah, we're like we're we're like literally like like that with a keg. Like yeah, fill it up, let it overflow. There we're doing that with whiskey. It's like uh uh-uh. uh. No, you you're not gonna feel so good for that. Um, funny part is, so Lauren, uh, is watching some like housewife show. Like it's some like Netflix thing about like these housewives who are like bank robbers or some shenanigans. I don't know. She keeps talking about wanting to try bourbon. And I'm like, come on over. We have all the bourbon. And Lauren wants to try bourbon? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, we have all the bourbon. She doesn't like shots. Like she doesn't understand that like having a bicycle whiskey. She's like, it looks so cool on TV. I'm like, but it's... <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, a dragon. Dragon. <laughs> I'm like, come over. She might like the banana one. Yeah, no, I, I told her she could come. She's like, I want to try Pappy. I'm like, come on over. We got, we got two bottles of it. Yeah, Chris, break your bottle out. I will not for you. Why right, not Lauren will take one sip of it, and I'll be like, I'll be like a vulture there. Right <laughs> Pat is also the defense. Oh, hey, Lauren, you don't want any more? Come on, come on. Ah, uh, yet enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have, I would have mine because I'm, I'm a. Uh, I like mine with a little bit of ice. Like a, a, a good amount of what ice. What a sacrilegious thing this no, is. No, 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 no. Happy. Ask yeah. any dis- distillery. This is what I, I love. Because, you know, uh, whiskey ginger. Uh, it's You're a podcast. supposed to drop a little bit of water in it. No. Ask a any whiskey distiller how, 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 how you're supposed to have your whiskey. You know what they say? How do you like your whiskey? How do you like your whiskey? That's how you're supposed to have your whiskey. There's no... Water, no water, ice cubes, no ice cubes. That's all bullshit. We'll give, we'll, give, we'll give you half a glass of water. We'll put a little dab in it, and then you know there you go. No, I like I like a full flavored. I like my good shot of it. Um, Just but the, you know, like so, um, well, and so I'm going to bring this back to a few weird. I got two stories I want to tell you guys about, and one, you guys are gonna you're gonna hate me because you're probably tired of these stories. But um, I thought one one of these is is is, is pretty really interesting. The other one's kind of cool too. Is um, I've kind of gone back to watching World War II veterans. Uh, back on this sorry. one again. Oh uh, boy! Back on and so what? And now this one's really quick. One guy was a um, Easy Company. I don't. Know if, did you ever watch the HBO documentary of uh, Easy Company? Yeah. I I definitely recommend that one if you ever get some time. Um, but Easy Company was like one of the toughest. Blah blah blah. And they were at the Eagle Nest, and they were talking to this one guy who was in the and that's Eagle's Nest was Hitler's. Like four or five, whatever, and they go into his liquor room. And he had all the liquor in the world. Yeah, all the happy in the world. He had all the liquor in the world, and he had two whiskey bottles that said "For Hitler Only." And he took both of them, gave one to his cap, uh, 
commanding officer. He took one home. And when his son got bar misfit, they drank that bottle, him and his soldier buddies. Like, he didn't touch it until then. And then they just threw out the bottle. And, like, a couple of years ago, they asked they asked the guy, like, hey, do you have that bottle? And he's like, no. And he's like, how much? And then, so they asked him, well, how much do you think that bottle would be worth today? And he's like, I don't know. It was, it was a glass bottle. Of, like, what what is it to recycle? Five cents? <laughs> They're like, uh, no. The, the other bottle sold for, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Uh, and he was like, <sighs> so you're so pissed. Hitler fucks me again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I did really want to tell you about this one, this one, this one guy who I thought was insanely interested. Um, his name is Vincent Swaranza, and I'm not saying his last name right, but okay. I don't know if said his first name right. Vincent. Oh, they said Vincent. Vincent. Oh. Vincent. Vincent. Okay. So the, and, like, and I, I won't. I won't. This I honestly recommend. If, if listen, you're bored. You're you're on your you this guy's such a good speaker and interesting storyteller. And he was in World War II, paratrooper. Um he was sixteen years old when uh Roosevelt declared that they were gonna go to war. And his dad he he, he was the older brother, he was sixteen, his brother was twelve or fourteen, his youngest brother was ten. His dad like, You guys gotta go to war right now. <laughs> and he's like, 14 and 10, nice. And his dad, the pressure, you guys are costing too much money. Get no, your no, ass no, out the no. house. And the reason is because he went, his father, his father came from Italy with his, this guy's grandfather. And his grandfather only wanted to come to America for five years to make some money, go back and buy some land in Italy. And as they're, so they did their five years, made a bunch of money, because America's unbelievable. When in those days, like, you could come here and if you had a working ethic, you could make money. They make their money. And they're going back to, they're all on the boat to go back to Italy. So this guy's father and his father's younger brother jump off at the last minute and stay 15 and 13, stay in America. Because they did not want to go back to Italy because they thought they had a better chance in, in, you know, in the United States. So when Japan bombed uh, America, his father's like, you go there and you fight them right now. And because he knew that he was too old to fight. And so the the government was not, which is weird. Like, it was kind of crazy to me. The government was like, no, 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 no. Like, you have to be 18. Like, they, they saw these kids and like, go home. And so he came back when he's 18 years old, went through the paratrooper stuff. Like, his story is unbelievable. And um, I, won't, I won't go into this whole life, but I thought this one story was, was kind of really cool. So he goes, he's in, he's in Boston. In Boston, Germany um, had beaten us in Sweden. And we're coming up from France. And Germany's goal was to get... So you mean Switzerland? Yes. Because uh, Sweden's up by Norway and yeah. Finland. Okay, I, I'm not... I'm, I'm an idiot, so I don't know where exactly... But we, we had lost... Yes, sorry. I think it is Norway. I think you're right. Nor like Norway, that area. So he, we had gotten beaten. So... Yeah. It's Switzerland. I don't know if it is Switzerland. Switzerland by Italy. We're, Why don't you look at the episode? Is, wait, is Norway by Switzerland? No. What is Norway by? Finland. Norway's by Sw Sweden and Finland. Because I, I think that's where it's at. But Those are the ones that are above, yes. like yeah, Denmark yeah. and above Germany. Yes, and I and I believe, yeah, yeah, and I, I we paratrooped into there, and we got cut off, and they got slaughtered. Because when you say France, France is closer to Switzerland. Which yes, but I'm saying so we're coming up. We're we won. We got in Normandy. We won France. We're working our way up. And the hope was to come from 
Sweden and Norway down and meet there okay. on top. But we got we got we got beat up there. We got beat up in in Norway and Sweden. Okay. And Germany wants to get across, wants to cut us in half and get to our port where we're landing. So that that's a long story. So Balstone is that's the meeting place between Germany and the United States. This is what's going to change the war. Yes, which way? Yeah, whatever way. So he's in that fight. And I won't go into the whole fighting story, but so he goes on a ramble on there. No, no, but so he they, they he gets like like one day reprieve because he's a machine gunner and his assistant machine gunner gets hit, and so he goes and visits him in the only in like, hospice. Like no, 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 in a church. In what the does grass. an assistant machine gunner do? Well, they holds he, a, he, the he holds no. a, the feeds the gunner, yeah. and so he had gotten hit. So he's in the bottom of this church where the, the United States has their all their um like injured soldier. So he comes in and sees him. And this guy's like very like, uh, I'm going to be back in two days. Don't worry about it. And and he was like, this dude looks like he's half dead. Like he's not going to make it. He's like, get your ass out back out there. Win one for the Gipper, baby. I'd be like, I'm going back to the U S I'm yeah. out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm going to Italy. Damn it. I'm going back. To so many of these guys were like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to die out here or not go, but whatever. It's crazy. So, but so he's like, well, and he's leaving. He's like, okay, well, Okay, well, I hope you are going to be back. Like, pass my hands. Like, as he's walking out, he's like, "Well, hey, listen, is there anything I can do for you before I leave?" And the guy looks at him, knowing he's probably going to die. So he's like, "Get me one last beer." And the dude's like, "What are you talking?" Like, this city that they're in is shelled out. Like, there's nothing. Like, it's the only thing that stood up was this church because it was like like complete cement. Everything else is shelled out. And he's like, "What the hell are you going to get? Why am I going to get a beer? We're in the middle of a war." <clears throat> he's like, "Please." So this guy goes to the first tavern. Nothing. Just glass everywhere. Nothing in there. Guy goes to the second tavern. And there's like this. Ta- it's not as beat up. So he goes to the bar- the beer tab. Pulls it. Beer comes out. He's like, oh shit. So he lo- he's looking around for like a jug or something. Like, oh, awesome. I'll get him some jugs. Nothing. It's like, crap. So he's got his helmet on. Did you? So this is the, the other weird kind of crazy thing about the helmet. I didn't know. When they're in there in the 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 holes that they the ditches that they dig, the foxhole, they use the helmet as a, as a latrine. Yes, did not know that at all. So they would use the washroom, throw it out, swish a little bit of snow in there, and it was all good. So, dude, I mean, when you're in the, you're in the middle of war, that seems like the least your concerns. No, you know what? You're a thousand. You know, Pat, that's on me. You're a thousand percent. You're a thousand percent right. So, dude pours... Do I want crap on my head or do I want to die from getting <laughs> yeah. shot by the enemy? I'll put crap on my head. That's... You know what? I, th- I Chris didn't think about it that way at all. That's a thousand percent right. So, so guy fills up his helmet with beer. So, crap flavored beer. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Brings it up back to his buddy who's... <laughs> looks the guy's like, like his beer is shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, pour... No, no, but... And then he takes the helmet and just like... I was so gently like mother... Like bird... Like bird feeding this dude. What do they call that? Um, baby bird. Baby, ba- baby bird. Baby birding him a little bit of beer. And the guy next to him is like, can I get a little bit? A little bit. Fills up, like, because everybody in, who's, like, dying. Little like, nuggets are floating around. Yeah. <laughs> Chewy. Yes. <laughs> Give everybody a little bit of the taste. And then his body, so he's leaving. He's like, all right, guys, I'm happy you guys, like, I'm going to go. I got to get back to the final line. And he's like, and they're like, Vince, just one more, one more. Just come on, please. He's like, are you guys serious? Seriously? So he's like, all right, fine, whatever. Runs back. Fills up the beer, fills up his helmet again, comes back in, and the commanding officer of this hospital stops him. He's like, what the hell are you doing? These guys have, like, 
like half these guys you fed beer don't have intestines. I should shoot you. And he's like, he's like, get out of here. And he's like, put your helmet on now and get out of here. This isn't a dead of winter. Dude puts his helmet on. Beer flushes all over him. And he runs to the front line thinking, thank God I didn't get shot by this. this Because that's how it was. He, he would have shot him. So long story. At the end of the war, guy survives. He goes back home. And a lot of people, like, the big talk was, like, um, PTSD. But they didn't call it that. They called it shell shock. shell shock. And he convinced himself, not convinced himself, but he told himself, he looked in there and he said, I'm not going to think about World War II ever again. Like, it's over. It's in the back of my brain. I'm not going to think about as a machine gunner cutting people in half. Like, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to have a great life. So he had a great life up until he was 85 years old when his wife, unfortunately, died of Alzheimer's. And he's like, I'm 85 years old, I'm going to die soon, whatever. And then he's like, you know what? And then, but, and then he was in a store, heard this old lady who had like a Fr- uh, uh, French accent. He asked her about it. And he's like, no, no, I'm from Belgium. And they kind of talked a little bit. And she's like, you should go over back there. They have a beautiful um, cemetery for all the U.S. soldiers who died there. And he's like, you know what? I'm about to die. Might as well go there and pay my respects. Goes back over there with his daughter, who was like, this 84-year-old man is going to die in Belgium because he looked like garbage. And he gets over to Belgium and goes to one of the World War II museums because his daughter forced him to go to the World War II museum. Some guy sees him and was like just talking to him. And he's like, what are you here for? He's like, oh, I was kind of here like seven years ago fighting a war. No big deal. They're like, what's your name? And tells him his name. He's like, I can show you exactly where you were standing. In in, in Boston. In in the in war. Like where your foxhole was. He's like, BS. They bring him out there. They show like the whole yada yada yada. And he just starts breaking down crying. Like this is insane that somebody knows where I was. They they come back. And he's, he felt so bad for crying. Like just like kind of rude. Like because they were just like, hey, he's older. Let's just take him back. He felt really bad. They go. He's like, let me buy you lunch. They go to lunch. He's like, I want three of your finest bottles of wine. They start shooting. Uh, they these The two guys that he was with were, were World War or um, war like veterans. They start talking and they're shooting stories back and forth as soldiers would do. Like, hey, I did this. Hey, I did this. He tells a story about bringing the beer to these poor people who are sick. In, and they're like, no way are you that guy. And he's like, what do you mean? He goes to a waitress. Hey. Give me four paratrooper beers. They bring out four paratrooper beers. You get a beer and you get a you World War II helmet size that you drink it out of. He had no this guy for from for sixty years, seven sixty years, sixty five years had no idea. Like just never talked. They didn't think this story was real. He was a legend, like a legend in um in Europe. This beer is legendary in Europe. And they had no, he had no idea. Really? Wow. Now, so this crazy. guy from 85, at 85 years old, he says he's a playboy. Like, not like a playboy, like he's like, but he's He's just, just rallying down the ladies <laughs> in Europe right now. No, going on a bang. He's a jet setter. Like, he's going around doing, like, tall, he wrote a book, just kind of like telling his life and telling that story. Cause he's the Hugh Hefner right now. And I mean, if, you, if you, you're not like inspired by that, like this. That's pretty nuts. The best part of it, though, is he goes to the guy who's bringing him the beer. He's like, who, uh, who makes this beer? And you're like, oh, this, this company. He calls the company. He's like, hey, you're, uh, you're serving my beer. Like, should I be getting a cut? And they hung off on him. <laughs> 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 but if you look it up, Paratrooper Beer, you'll see a picture of uh, Vince. 
and the little helmet and the beer that you get. And I'm trying to get us. I'm gonna definitely try to get us beers. Um, Are they gonna? To is, is he gonna come serve them and like baby bird it to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got that, Chris. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> um, I know it was a long story, but I I was so that's pretty gnarly. I'm not. Gonna that's lie. so I mean, interesting. Get, I mean, joking is that someone's got someone's got to get a long story. I could tell I was looking at fans like, come on, come on. I thought it was super interesting. It is like, interesting. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to figure out where I was going with this. Yeah, and then, like that, like this guy had no idea. Um, and now he talks to like he's talking to. You could see there's a bunch of. Uh, like actual in in a ninety four year old man, this dude is probably as shit. Like if ninety four now, if you well, are, I was gonna, I'm gonna die soon at eighty five. I'm ninety four now. He's got, got a reason to live, Chris. Got yes. a reason to live. If you're this bright at ninety four years old, you are. Did he get a blessed. vaccination? Oh yeah. Is he yes. is he protected? Hopefully. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if you guys read recently the vaccination rate after four months. I think it's down to like sixty percent in the sixties. I could be wrong. Maybe sixty eight percent. Effective? I think it depends on the strain. That's true. But I think I think as it goes on, it gets less and less, and it's like, well, we're going to all have to get this booster shot now. And then there's going to be another booster shot. Well, I mean, you still get shots of, like, you still get shots for, like, tennis and shit, right? Yeah. Things like that. You what, yeah, every, what, every five years? Like, yeah, there's something for that. I got my tennis shot, I think it's like, ten years, because I got mine last yeah. time I saw the doctor, and it was ten years out. I get it. It'll be all right, Chris, don't worry. Oh, I already got mine. We're going to time wise, Pat. We're at 57 minutes and 18 seconds. Ooh! Um, do you guys want to go into... Do you want to talk about some... I mean, sports stuff? It's not really... I mean, I'm getting my butt kicked at... You know, I was the telling Blackhawks are fucking nuts. How about the NBA? How shitty is the NBA <laughs> these days? NBA is probably the worst fucking sport. There are literally two fucking teams that can win next year. Can I, can I tell you something? When you sent that thing, I thought it was Russell... Wilson. And I was like, why would Russell Wilson be traded from the Washington? Oh, Washington I was like, okay. how is this working? The Lakers. Like, I thought it was like two texts. Like, so Pat texts like, what Russell Westbrook's going to LA. And I've already kind of, I've heard that thing, but I thought it was like, first part was Russell Wilson's traded. And then they were talking about the Lakers getting like a, a all-star point guard. And I was like, what are we, why are these together? They're crossing sports here? Damn. Yeah. He's had too much CTEs. He's going to shoot the hoop now. Yeah. No. Um, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, there are literally two teams that can win the championship. Maker. Maybe three. If Golden State comes, but Thompson comes healthy, maybe they have a chance, right? Like, who else? Who who's beating the Brooklyn in the, in the East if they stay healthy? Who's no, like, no, absolutely not. And who's right. beating the Lakers in the West? No. You're a thousand percent right. It's, it's in this garbage. It's twenty. It's twenty eight teams that have zero chance, pretty much, it's, or middle school chances at best. It, but that's, I mean, that's why this year's NBA Finals were so fun. That's the like, like Giannis. I would take whatever you want to bet for him not repeating next year. Oh yeah, take that whatever that bet is. Heartbeat. I wouldn't mind seeing Westbrook getting hit, getting the championship because I feel like he's uh, he's gotten ragged between well, Harden. Chris Paul deserved one this year, but he didn't get it. Why? I, I, That's I, because Giannis was like, "Not today." I was I was happy with Giannis. I was I don't mind happy with him. Yeah, I'm just I'm just sick of the I mean, the NBA is it's a guard it's it's not a competitive league. No, at all. If you I mean if you if you have a team in Orlando, what? if you're in Oklahoma City, if you're in what's one Utah, they're never winning a championship again. The way the NBA Memphis, is right now. Yeah, Sacramento. The way the NBA is right now, I mean, if you're not a major market, you have zero chance. The Bulls are You have to draft very well. Yeah, you no, have to you draft have three. At least Chicago's a major market. You have a chance the to get somebody. Is you got to draft really well and then keep those guys. Cause, because, like, you only mm-hmm. get them for five years. And you can't draft win. one. You have to draft and three. Like, three yeah. well, and then get it done in, in yeah. like, a three, three, three years. Like the Bulls years. or the Knicks, if they, got, if they got a star and they could, they could, they well, could get other stars with them. But, I mean, like, the Knicks, you've seen, like, the Knicks, they're, they're always saying the Knicks have all this great cash space. Well, they they're draft gonna like sign, shit. 
Well, um, but they're going to sign these two. They're gonna, they got max contracts. They got two spots. They're going to get these people. Nobody wants to play for the fucking Knicks. Nobody does. Everybody looks fucking Tom Thibodeau, baby. I don't understand. They why love people, practice all day, every I, day. I don't know why they want to play for the goddamn Lakers. I mean, that fucking tax rate out there is fucking outrageous. I'm just, I'm just sick of the NBA having. It's not a competitive league. It's not interesting. Like, there's no. nothing interesting about it. It at is least, at least in football. If you can get it a was refre- it was refreshing last year when Giannis was like, "Screw it, I'm staying in Milwaukee. I'm yeah. signing the Max deal." And in two years, he's gonna be requesting a trade somewhere else too. Yeah, you know it. Like you know it is, but I mean, like it's unfortunate because like. Uh, the, These contracts mean nothing. They like they want to trade, and the teams are like, yeah, we'll, we'll, well throw, no, they're like four first round yeah. picks and, and eight guys I've never heard of. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. Play for a team yeah I want, play. yeah, I'll trade you, but you know, I want these demands met, and like nobody, it's such garbage. I'm so sick of it. At least, like at least the NFL, like you know, people like teams that come come out of nowhere and be good in any market for us. You can get a quite Jacksonville. They got Lawrence is a real deal, and they can build some a team around him. They can they can win a championship. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, and it's not impossible for them not to be at least a decent playoff team either. Yeah, I mean, and and even hockey, you know, you get a little more balance there. You got yeah, baseball started to get this way, like NBA too, like where where teams are only like certain teams are, you know. But I, I mean, feel like baseball somehow Tampa Bay keeps winning. God, God bless them. Don't know they how know they how to, they know how to draft. But I mean, yeah. like I feel like I feel like certain teams in like baseball, you know, they're just they're using their pay, like the Yankees and Dodgers. They're just using they yeah. they don't have a problem paying out the like the tax and everything like that. And whatnot, but I mean, yeah, it's just I think baseball, like you could still get one of those surprise teams. Is Baltimore ever going to be good again in baseball? Probably not. Eh, maybe it depends. I mean, I mean, but I mean, I guess like, if you look at baseball, like what Kansas City won a few years ago, like there's still some, there's still a little bit of balance there. But like, I feel like in with the MLB, like there's more like each team is now like got like that thing where they they put more priority into their own prospects, to their own homegrown talent, instead of trying to go out and sign free agents and try yeah. to trade for people. But the NBA is just garbage. Yeah. Because I think with the MLB is you have so much control up until they're thirty, and then you—it's such a—it's and then well, you have so much control once you get them up into the major yeah. leagues. It doesn't. Yes, that, no, no, I'm saying. Yeah. But so, so, and then when they get to free agency, there's so much in their like in the thirties that like. But in the NBA, everybody requests but, a trade. It's like no problem, done. They give it to you. But that's that's the only sport where that's the only sport where you really just dictate where you want. The to only go. the only thing you can be that the problem is you want you want players. The talent to have the control. I feel like because I get that it sucks because it, it it's all super teams. So what happens if ninety six if, if if Barkley, Jordan, and Olajuwon said let's play together? Nobody's they're not gonna lose a game. But but you want the, fair so enough. Fair the enough. problem is you. How do you change it? Like if the kids if the guys want to play with friends and want to play with super teams, unfortunately it sucks for the yeah. Do what the MLB does and you just fucking. It's the cap. It's the, it's the, well, yeah, the, the cap. They got to they got to reduce the cap. You, you can't ice, you three max. Club. You can't have three. You can't have three max deals in your team. You do what MLB does, and you ice everybody out, and you I go know, outside I'm, for the I'm, agents. I'm so because you know what these owners make so much. You also got to cut the bullshit out about where people can get a buyout and then go sign for like a hundred thousand dollars and Blake Griffin be on your team for your grad. Yeah, yeah. I guess there are some things you could do to make it a little bit more fair. I mean, the competitive balance in the NBA is. I mean, they're gonna. Have yeah. a, I mean, you can't tell me that it's not gonna hurt the league in the future. Like having like three or four teams well, that go well, I mean, and I think I'm. I could. This is an S and P fact, but I believe NBA viewership is down because it's not yeah. fun to watch. I mean, how many times do you want to see? LeBron you don't want to see an All Star game. Yeah. No. And then also, I mean, it would be nice if we could get a little defense. I, I would be. I would like to see what this year's ratings were. This is one of more yes. interesting years. Yeah. The teams that, that we, if you look, if you, I bet you, if you took what was what was Phoenix's? They were like two thousand and one to beat to win the NBA championship yeah. at the end of the year. I mean, I I watched it right here. I've thought about it, but the other, the only thing I I just 
I'm not a, a fan of the owners. So my issue is, as a fan, I want to see I want to see the competitiveness. I know I, I want to see that control, like the UFC. The reason the UFC works so well is because they control everything. The problem is, the, I want them the to fighters kind of screwed. screwed. On the, on the, the shorts, the fighters. Well, I mean, the fighters. The fighters could also. I mean, they technically can go somewhere else, right? But yeah, well, the, you're right. You're a thousand percent right. I mean, if Habib signed with Bellator next week or something for a huge amount of money, yeah, people, more people are watching Bellator then, right? Exactly. The, but the problem is there. There's the money's not there. So you in, in the NBA, you you have the talent, and you get to dictate where you want to do. I'm not and saying I, I'm not saying owners, just, but I'm saying like if you're an owner who owns, I mean, owners make a ton of money, but like I'm definitely not I'm saying this right, fans, but I'm like about the fans, but that's the issue. If you're is, a fan of Oklahoma City, but if and, and you've had Durant and Westbrook and Harden leave your team because they don't want to play in Oklahoma City, what if? But what if you're? But you got to think about it in the same route as if you're Kevin Durant and you're the best player, probably second. I think he's. I think he. I truly think he's better than LeBron, and you you. How do you tell me where I can why, play? Why could him and Westbrook win a championship? But, but it's up to him, though. But like he, as, a, as the best talent, he no, should be able why to choose. They, they, they couldn't win one because of the super teams. I guess Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm saying is, as one of the best players, he should be able to choose where he wants to go. He shouldn't That's be locked in. That's what free agency's for. You signed a seven-year contract with a team. Well, I think he did. Yeah, he did yes. leave to yeah, go. To, yeah, yeah, he did. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying all so it sucks as a deals. fan. And if you're a fan of Oakland, okay. but that's his right. So when Giannis is here is when he said, "I want out of Milwaukee." That's and that's his right. Like I hate well, it. Well, he signed a six-year deal to play for Milwaukee. Five years and a max no. contract. He's getting paid as much money as you can pay to anywhere else. And and in the NFL, you could do that. You they don't trade do you in the NFL, but you can do it. <laughs> but they don't trade your ass in the NFL. You can sit and, and they don't have to trade you in the NBA either. But they do every but time they do. I'm saying that's what I'm saying, Pat. So it's just it's a little different. I get what you're saying as a fan, but you can't look at it as a fan. It's you garbage that every time a guy requests a trade, they give it to him. Every you, time you, and you have to look at it. You basically when you it, sign a contract, it means you're nothing. looking at it as a fan, and they're looking at it as a business. I'm still not because the I'm NBA saying, can cut you at any point and say bye bye. Where so the NFL cuts you at and say bye bye. The NBA's are guaranteed contracts. But look at Blake Griffin; he's gone. Like, yeah, he's he got gonna, all his money in Detroit and wherever he was. Yeah, playing. he got bought. Yeah, he, but he got bought off for that amount. I'm saying the NBA players are protected more. They're signing these max contracts to play. Yeah, the NFL team. really sucks in terms yes. of that. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but I'm also, but, but if if you're sitting, if you're Blake Griffin, you're thirty something years old. You're on your way out, and you're you or let's say Giannis, you're in Milwaukee. They didn't win it this year. Now you're 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 are you James Harden sitting in Houston, and you're. You've gotten everything you wanted, but you can't get it done. Are you just going to sit there and wait? But you signed that contract. You should okay. sign the contract then. No, but, but that's. Uh, Ask guy you want to sign that contract. Houston. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I don't have a problem with the players per se asking for uh, said trade. Like, hey, you know what? I, I don't want to play here. You know, this team's going to be garbage. Yep. But and you say, but, no, but, you have to play my team. I'm going to pay you either way. You have to play my team. But Houston, I think if if you're like a team and you're like, hey. Guess what? You know what? We'll work on getting a trade. We, we want to do a trade that works for us, that also works yes. for you, but you're still going to play until we get this trade. Which he did. He, he, was, did he, he, he did, but he, he but at first he was the bench. No, but he did. Give yeah. me one of these I mean, teams that did the trade these guys away that's doing well for it. Well, Houston got some good draft picks, and, they, and, and they're taking over the whole city. Washington, Washington got Russell Westbrook, killed it. Um, and they got eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. But, okay, but that's because they're not—they don't have ninety-seven players. I 
They have Brandon Fields. What do you want me? I don't know what you, what do you, what do you want the end game to be then? What's the end game to be? I do not want every time they sign a max contract that you get traded a year into it. But then what do you, what, so then what's the, what, what then do they you, play where they sign the contract. But so then they, 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 it's they, not so, financially hurting the players. So a player should not have the ability to, to so demand a trade. Yes, goddammit. Yeah. They should go so back wow, to the 70s wow. MLB and not have free yeah, agency. No I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of, of every time there's, it's hard for them to win a thing, they demand a trade. It's, there's no competitive balance in the league as a result of it. As a fan, I get what you're saying, but it's a business. There's two ways. Well, it's a two but they're not speed. impacting their business. If huh? you're the talent, you should. You be are able, still getting paid your max deal. But you, you, and if you don't like where you're at. You should be able to move. Like if I don't like where I'm at, like but that's the other thing here. Like you don't like your job, Pat, but you signed. I have not signed a six year deal. I'm, but, I'm an at will employee. But if you don't like your job, if you should be able to move. But if you signed an agreement to do some contract, you are legally bound to that contract. Not exactly. You can, but you can. You're right. You could keep coming in. You could say, "I'm not happy. I'd like to move," and it's up to. And your job says, "Okay, we're going to find a spot." And they did, because he, James Harden, came in, did his job every single night, and then they said, "Okay." We're not getting it. We're going to... I don't know it. if he did his job. He really never played defense <laughs> And he, and he was lifetime. sandbagging okay. like a motherfucker the first... No, no, no. Listen, he's always been sandbagging. If you ever watch him play defense, go back to like 2014 where Derrick Rose is like yeah. running down the court and he gives him the little, gives him little one of these numbers where he re- sticks his hand out trying to stop him and Derrick Rose just lays it in. I'm I'm saying, he's I'm, never played I'm defense. I'm saying the way the NBA is going it's going to kill this one. No, I mean, you, you see what you're You ain't wrong about the fact about the fact that, like, these super teams suck. Right? It's awful. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Nobody likes it. I but, hate it. But to say it's a business, it's, it's not. It's like, it is a business. They're getting, but it's saying they're, they're getting paid the same amount of money, whatever team they're playing on. But for as a player, you're a business. You're your own business. You can't care about the fans. You can't care about the team. If you don't like where you're at, you, I'm out. And then it's up to the company to say, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. You know what? He doesn't like it here. I get it. Let's Great. see what I can you, get for him. Uh, we're gonna either work well, you out, or you're gonna go sit at home and work it out. And then we get to free owners make all this money anyways. I would say then no. But, okay, uh, but which is fine. That's a thousand percent fine. Finally, one owner's gonna do that. Tell me, give me who's got the balls to be like, no, you assign this contract, you play it. Nobody, because they're not. They're not dumb. Like they understand that these guys want to be here. Let's see what we can get traffic wise. Let's restart and rebuild. Also, you're right, James. You're in Houston. You've done everything for James Harden. It's not working. Goodbye. You have, like and I get it. Well, look at look at the look at the Cubs. They they have Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, all these guys, and none of them are going to sign into the end of the year. And what are you supposed to do? How hard would that job be? I'm getting it's not it's not. We're talking. I'm, we're definitely talking apple and oranges. But I'm just saying, like, if I, you're, there's you're, you're there's there's there is there is there is four years that not working. There is there is a little bit of difference between yeah, yeah no they, because you can qualify them and you can get a if they sign saying, somewhere yes. else you get a, if you, you get compensatory pay. Yeah. Also, if you heard any of those, heard any of those guys demand trades in the last three no, years? No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not Apple and Orange, but I'm saying as a GM, your guy doesn't want to be here. You could say, hey, f it, stay here. Your coach can now now you're now you're losing games because you can tell the whole team is not in a happy spot. And or you just well, you're lose games to the with these or guys. you just say hey forget it let's well the, our talent doesn't want to be here we'll see what we can get the best option we can get for it instead of waiting for him to continuously not do anything. I mean, I think if you wait this out a little longer, some of these guys are just gonna play. They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna hurt themselves. Like James Harden played and he didn't. And, and, and he would have kept playing if they didn't trade him. But the team was garbage, so they figured out. Listen, let's just get rid of him. And what, what is that? Start. What are those draft picks worth on a super team that you're getting from them? You don't. You never know. What if you get the next LeBron? 
Yeah, because LeBron's going to get picked 28th overall. Well, they didn't get 28th. You know, some of those picks may may not be as, as good yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, if, so I if, you're bu- if you're getting, if you're getting, if you're getting Brooklyn, look at Butler. If you're getting, you if you're getting rid of Butler, that's one. That's if you're getting, just saying, if you're getting Brooklyn's next three first round picks, they're going to be 28, 28, 28. No, but Brooklyn had some. They had some first round picks that weren't so weren't weren't so miserable. I just think the NBA's got rich three bucks. Okay, but that, I mean, as a fan, I, and I'm on your side on it. I don't like the super teams, but I also see it as a business. Fuck like, Aaron Rodgers. I don't pussy. I don't. So, so what's going to happen in five years when these contracts are down? And, 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 <laughs> the, NBA, and the NBA's other. What they do? Hey, feel free look, to give us a, an answer. Look, look I love. The, I love people who have all these complaints. MLB. What's your answer? Look at the MLB. They're they're the, like I don't know what the hell the owners are doing, but like if you ever watch free agency. Like nobody gets signed until Jan. Like some of the big guys don't get signed until January. The rest of them wait until March. That's gonna and these guys are fucking pissed, and they're trying to file grievances. Who, all the MLB. Yeah, the MLB. Yeah. Like the players. They've all. They've all. That's because the owners. The owners have finally been like, fuck it. We don't care. The owners have an underwritten agreement. They don't pay people X amount yeah. more, more than X amount of money. Yeah. Really. But, and again, this is what happens. Owners get together. Like it's. It's the owners. Yeah, once the, the owners, once the owners learn that, like, eh, you know, we're just yes. stop paying people more. And, and you know, you know like, who ultimately gets screwed is always the fans. Yeah. Like, we, we just have to understand that. And you know what, the NBA is it's not it's not going to be as popular. The the best thing about the NFL is how at any any year you know somebody from the top is going to be at the bottom and somebody from the bottom is going to be at the top. Well, I mean, the NFL also has much more injuries that can that can swing that too. Yeah, but I mean, when these super teams get hurt, I mean, they can be good. Yeah, the MLB was 162 you know what the games. Really needs to do is, like you said, is they need to have a much harder cap. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they're, they're, what they do is they they, they jack the cap up with all these with all the TV revenue they had. Yeah. So I might. The well, they were pretty. I don't think their cap. Their their no, minimum like the, exploded their, though. But I don't think the max cap. Like the problem is, is they got like this max cap, but then you can go over it into like these luxury tax yeah. things. And then that's where it gets like, like, out of, like, uh, like yeah. baseball and and basketball both need hard caps like football. And well, baseball caps. doesn't have a cap. Baseball, no, baseball, baseball luxury tax, which is kind of like a yeah. Base, there's, base. Only, there's, there's only like two. There's only what, three teams that go right now. Yeah, Boston, but I'm saying, yeah, I was gonna say no. no the no, Yankees that, and that, Dodgers, that, that luxury tax. Cubs, Cubs, well, no, the luxury tax. Okay. Well, the luxury tax is a real big and issue. This on sports the edition year. is brought to you by DLM Tax and Accounting. Do you need tax and accounting services? We know some really good guys who are gonna a know their stuff. B, provide some of the best customer service out there. Check them out at dealontax.com. Stop right. shaking your head, you fucking jabroni. I, I don't know if they would like you swearing in their commercial, but... Um, hey, jabroni over here shaking his head saying we're not the best. Uh, or you can reach them at admin at dlmholdings.net. Again, if you're looking for accounting and tax services, these guys are the best, and they're super nice to provide. Usually provide most of the beer and the drinks that we drink. Uh, so we appreciate their support of this Saturday Night Pre-Game podcast. Let's let's. Oh, and right, so back to the MLB. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have so rudely interrupted. Where are we at, Pat? How much time? One fourteen. Woo. Okay. So um, we got to get some good stories in here. End this on a on a fun note. Um, I'm trying to think of my. You guys are real Debbie Downers, but this the NBA guy, stuff. This, God, yeah. No, it's good. No, it's good though. I get it. I I think a lot of people feel that way. I mean, you're right. Think about thinking about. And, All and right, then I, we're done. Wait, just really quick. Think about the '90s. How great that competition was, and then there's none of that anymore. And then this year's finals was so good because it was just two non-super like super teams. It was a lot of fun, um, and it wasn't LeBron James. So I think we're all gonna be happy about that. Well, you're gonna see him next year. Yes, that's for sure. If he gets Westbrook, because Westbrook, I will. I do got Westbrook. Oh, did they? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know the trade. I thought yeah, they were working the trade, on the trade. No, the trade went through. 
Okay. Well, it's going to be... They got, they got a bunch of first-rounders. They're going to be useless. Yeah. Oh, from the Lakers, for sure. Damn it. I really was hoping LeBron was done. Tired of seeing him. Um, I, so, some feel-good stories. I'm trying to think of the one that I... I uh, the website that I read. There was one... This, this is a feel. This is a, a feel good story. But I also thought about us, Chris. When we, so Chris lost a, a good amount of weight um, in 2020, and I think one of our big things that we that helped with that was kind of really honestly cutting out chips. Me and Chris used Bucky to eat chips. Love chips. We used to eat chips like we'd go work out for an hour and a half. We'd go to Jewel and we'd get a just buy a bag of chips and eat it. Just ruin the last hour and a half. Of your yes, life. <laughs> no, it was so bad. Chips were great though. And Doritos, so Doritos, Doritos. Were, oh, baby. and and they were they really were screwing with you when they would make them like a dollar ninety nine, two dollars. Oh, Forget it's tough about to say it. No. So this now yeah. it's up to three dollars a bag. It's yeah, fuck those out. assholes. And we're out. Um, we were <laughs> too much. I so I was reading this. This young lady got a got a um, Dorito chip that was like a poof, like. A regular, but it was like, like a big poof. Like a big 3D? No, no, like a regular, you no, know, like almost. The whole entire bag was just one big Dorito poof. <laughs> no, it was like a pretty size, like, and she put it on eBay and tried to sell it. Nice. Dorito came in and gave her $20,000. What? Oh. Why? That could have been us. That could have been us. Did she like melt these together probably in her backyard? And, like, her, I don't know, Pat, but I'm thinking, in my head I'm thinking like, me and Chris would have... Enjoyed the crap out of that chip. I would have thought. I would have. We're like, look at this badass puff chip. Dorito sends you a message. I would have given you twenty grand for that. And Peter's like, trying to puke it up. This girl thought and looked at this chip and thought it was pretty. It was like, I'm gonna sell it on eBay. Me and Chris wouldn't enjoy it. Like, thought I wouldn't even notice. He was like, oh, big chip. I was like, big puffy chip. Yes, score. I don't look. Look, I got six chips in one, guys. Still counts. Okay, and then my. One feel good story, and I, I um this goes back to a little, like this is when we were eighteen years old, and uh, a couple of our oh, buddies, when we were drinking ice house, when a couple of our buddies were were smokers, and I'm like guys, what are you gonna do when you get lung cancer? And my one buddy said to me, he he said they're gonna make artificial organs at some point, and I was like, I mean that's really hoping, like that was his like thought, like. I'm gonna be fine in 50 years from now when this ever hits. I'll just get an artificial lung. Yeah, like, it's a, yeah, it's only gonna cost you like 250,000. Also, you shouldn't get that artificial lung if you fucked up your first one right naturally. So, a gentleman in North Carolina was at Duke University. He, in his 40s, out of nowhere, got massive heart failure. Like his heart just stopped working. Wow. And he needed to get a heart transplant, but. It, it was he was life was declining very quickly, and in France or Italy or France they have an actual artificial heart that they're doing trials on, and it's like a like three D printed artificial heart yeah that they put in his chest and it's working and it's working does it it's have working like a battery thing in it yes it's got it's, a, it's got to have like a pacemaker not, to make it beat but and, but they were like artificial heart like this guy's like. Artificial heart transplant. I'm thinking, like, this guy's going to be, like, great for life. He's going to be able to run for days. No, no. No, it's, like, it's only good until you can get an actual heart, which is crazy. Also, the thing looks like the size of this freaking case. If you can't, like, a football. I was like, how's that fitting in his chest? This thing is huge. But it's and also. One kid is bigger than the other. <laughs> Dude, you got to stop hitting that right side of the bicep so hard. Um, yeah, seriously. Uh, but I thought, like, oh, this is crazy. Like, the world 
I'm like, this is great because you know we're gonna have no time at all, Peter. Be able to get that penis, the penis exchange. I was thinking like the arms, like the arms. He's like, arm. I'm gonna get some biceps for these blackly yes. fable two man arms. Um, but I thought that was really interesting, and, and that gives me a little light. And when the COVID is kind of going crazy, and uh, at least we got some health stuff coming out. Nice, nice. nice. You got anything for me, Chris? I don't. Come on, baby. You brought nothing to the table today. No I stories. Know. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not even a try. No, not even a try. What are you looking forward to in Philly? Nothing. I'm not going to leave this until you give me something. <laughs> you brought zero to the table. looking for the wild women. The wild women. You were about as good as Joseph Keneally in this podcast. Yeah. Chris, are you, are you in your own hotel room? Huh? Are you in your own hotel room? I am. Let's not get into that. <laughs> no, brother. Um, no, I mean, you know, you know, the lube? Wow. What the fuck is wrong with you? I really you? hope that wasn't on the podcast. My man, Pep Sexy Pepsi, coming in with the sexy. Um, I, I'm just going to sleep in the uh, lobby of the hotel. I thought you were going to sleep in the ice room, you know, like, with the ice makers on the, you know. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sleeping, I'm, I'm sleeping in the suite with Max and Grace. You know, that's where I'm at. <laughs> two bedrooms. They got, they got two bedrooms. They got, they, got an air, they got an air mattress in there for me. A little hammock. Uh, something she just crashed into the hallway or something, you know. Yeah. So if you guys get kicked out by your significant others over the weekend, you know, there's an extra queen size bed in this guy's room. Nice. Double bed. Yeah. Double, I went yeah, with the double. That was the double too. Uh, how, how do you not go with the double? Because only me could treat You gotta. Don't you want to play bed forts? <laughs> <Bad parts. laughs> <laughs> don't you want to jump on one? Like, yes. Jump, jump across. Yes. What happens if the bed sucks? Like, Pierre at least has one, like, oh, yeah. this one's lumpy. I think I'm going to sleep on yeah. the other one. You know, you give yourself at least. Or if she starts, what if what if Katrina starts farting? You yeah. need to get to the other man. <laughs> you, need, you need a little reprieve. And so, yeah, that whole three feet is going to really do you a lot of good. <laughs> what happens, at the, end, what happens at the end of the night when you guys are sitting <laughs> in bed, when you're sitting in bed, and you need those Laffy Taffys? Yes! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and you don't want to show you want to be under number, the covers. I'm going to lock in your door, Chris, and we're going to stay in your bed. And on that note... This has been a, this is another fun one, guys. Uh, I still haven't brought anything to the table. Yet. You really haven't. I can give you another 30 minutes of the NBA if you're ready for it. Yeah, I, I can see that's <laughs> not done. That is not done. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, thank you again for a... Well, listen. Thank you again for a wonderful Saturday night. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I want to talk about. Because our, our, we should be talking about the last Saturdays. Last Saturday's parties. Uh, Cubs game was fun. That party was fun. Where we dominated. Save it for Joe, Joe Keneally's, uh, you know, take on it. Yes, that's true. Uh, oh, because he wasn't at either one. <laughs> Joe, what do you got to say about that? <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, but hey, we'll let, it, we'll let it go. We don't want to keep people here too long. I like that it's, ours is about an hour. Um, so thank you for listening to us. If you're a first-time listener, please like, subscribe, check us out. We have a bunch of fun episodes. Um... Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast SP. You can reach us at the SP Podcast at gmail.com. We have t shirts, we got a bunch of content. Uh, we lo- we're, we're really enjoying this podcast. Hopefully, you guys are too. And if you're a repeat, uh, thank you again for joining us. Have a great weekend. Get your pregame on. Bye bye. Hey, Peter, I still haven't brought anything to the table. Bye.